Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. up and talk about the latest trailers released wait so you didn't watch boys or <laughs> fucking uh, house of dragon nope okay well then we won't talk about them anyways uh today's a special episode we got eric and alex here uh alex how you doing i'm doing pretty good can you not hear me <laughs> i'm doing pretty good pretty good have a dog whining in the background but oh. uh other than that life's been good um been uh slaying people on dark and darker and uh playing a very heavily modded oblivion oh has the oblivion crashed like 30 times or what uh it's only crashed three times so far and it's uh 405 mods downloaded 405 mods yeah that's fucking stupid <laughs> that's amazing i'll have to watch some gameplay of that or you have to record some gameplay so i can see it i might do that to mine i don't know uh eric is also back eric how you doing he's on a time schedule so you know he's on a time limit he's he's got a he's a family man you know he's got too much shit to worry about and he starts work early so eric how you doing yeah dude i'm good how are you doing i'm doing better than you you look like shit right now <laughs> did you take a nap or something no i wish oh, no, okay. i'm playing with the kids dude yeah it looks like they looks like they wore you out no that fucking horrible <clears throat> movie dude oh what what movie did you watch Godzilla minus one. Oh yeah, well we'll talk about that later. It's not horrible. You fucking said you liked it. <laughs> Shut up. He liked it. Don't listen to him. Uh, all right, Eric. I mean, how's work been? You know, anything else going on? Work's good. Same shit. Different day. Probably going to Texas here shortly. Do a job. Nothing crazy. Nothing. Nothing new to report, Ryan. How about you, bro? How's work really? going for you? How many cases have you guys sold? Are you? Are they making you happy now? Works great. You know, my sales team's uh, selling a lot of cases, making me proud and happy. Uh, never gets old having to say that. <laughs> uh, but no, we just had our kickoff meeting for December. I think we're looking really good once everyone gets their numbers entered uh, for the cases they have on the floor. I, I feel like a lot of our goals are going to be pretty close to 80% or higher uh, just the first week of December. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, we've done better than the team's ever done collectively in the area. Or I'm sorry, in the territory. So uh, just really hustling out there and doing what we can. But uh, besides work, just been streaming on TikTok, which I've talked about here on the last episode. Uh, just having a lot of fun with that. I think uh, next up is Mass Effect and Oblivion and then Titanfall 2's campaign, then some more Dark and Darker with Alex and then maybe Lethal Company if we buy it. So <clears throat> just uh, You're buying honestly, what? just there's a game called Lethal Company that's like $10. And you're just like these astronauts in space. It's a co-op game, but it's like a horror game. Things can go wrong. Uh, it looks fucking hilarious from all the clips. I'll send you some clips, dude. Like, I was laughing my ass off. Uh, other than that, you know, we put up the Christmas lights. That was cool. We just looked at them outside. They look really nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> if I uh, win an incentive for work, I'll be going to Lake Tahoe. So I'm kind of like, kind of get planning for that because right now I'm in the lead. I don't think i'll lose it so kind of excited for that um yeah and we went to a concert oh shit well yeah so we're gonna be doing a music episode here in a couple weeks i was gonna text you guys but yeah we went and saw haste today and uh kind of wrapping up the year with music so we're gonna do an episode hopefully uh in a couple sundays on our top five records of the year favorite concerts and maybe our favorite single from the year Shit, I don't know. It might be Architects. The new single comes out tomorrow at 7 a.m. So, pretty excited. Yay. 
Don't be a hater, dude. Fucking bitch. Anyways, moving along. We're here to talk about some of the new trailers released. Alex, I forgot, doesn't really watch trailers because he doesn't want stuff spoiled for him. So we'll just keep it to the Fallout trailer. Uh, no, Alex, no, no. You, you can go over all of them. Don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, chime in first with the Fallout one. Uh, what were your thoughts on the Fallout one? You know, given that we've, I mean, I, I had an idea, but now we officially know that like Todd Howard was involved with the project. Um, what are your thoughts on the trailer that you saw? Uh, it looks pretty good. Um, looks too clean though. I, I feel like they needed to roll around in mud, and they had uh, portable washing machines and dryers everywhere. Looked, uh, everybody looked a little too clean. Yeah, like even Walter Goggins looks too clean, and he's not meant to be clean at all. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> as Miles is uh, invading the podcast with Eric. Uh, I think it looks really good. That is a good point. Everything, all the characters look clean. Like no one's dirty. No one looks like they're in a, you know, surviving a nuclear wasteland. They look like they're just in the desert out here where we live. So, <laughs> um, that is a good point. I think everything looks cool though. I think, uh, obviously we got the Brotherhood of Steel. You know, we have the power armor. The power armor looks good. The weapons look great. The vault suits, um, the jumpsuits. I am. I can't de- deny. I'm, I am really excited to watch it. I don't think it's going to be that bad. Um, yeah. Are Are you scared of anything, Alex? Before Eric chimes in, is there anything you're worried about? Uh, I just so it's going to be based in California. Um, yeah. No problems with that because Fallout One and Two are based there. But I'm hoping that the Brotherhood of Steel is not based off the Fallout Three version of them, where they're trying to be the saviors. That uh, I hope they go off the Fallout One and Two vibe, and I guess kind of the four, where they're Zionists and techno uh, technology hoarders, and uh, do not like outsiders, and kind of shoo them away or kill on sight. Yeah, yeah. So they're like kind of like assholes, whereas like you said, Fallout Three, they wanted to kind of have more of a good image and be. Like you said, the saviors of the wasteland and everyone around them. Um, yeah, because Fallout 4, they were kind of dicks. Now that I think about it. Um, so, yeah, I am curious to see how that goes. Um, I, th- I think uh, a lot of the characters look good, though, in terms of their design. Like you said, they are too clean. But I think Walter Goggins as a ghoul looks really good. Um, kind of excited to see how that goes. Uh, I think I don't remember if it was in the trailer or not. But I am hoping to see some death claws. We got a lot of other creatures in the trailer. Uh, and there's like, a Yao Guai. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Yao Guai with the um, attacking the guy in the power armor looks intense. Uh, Yao Guai's in the game are terrifying. <laughs> so really excited to see how fleshed out everything is. Um, I just hope someone says it just works in the show and makes fun of Todd Howard. Um, but Eric, someone who's only heard about Fallout, obviously you know about the Bethesda games. What were your thoughts on the trailer yourself, just being a fan of television? And obviously we have a lot of adaptions now. Um, any any thoughts on it? Well, I played uh, 76. <clears throat> oh, yeah, you did play a little bit I mean, of that. So, yeah. A little bit. Not obviously not like you guys, but as a, <clears throat> a non-Fallout person, I thought it looked cool. I thought it looked clean. As in, like, um, the, the CGI looks pretty clean. Um, I mean, I guess I could agree with... Uh, what Alex is saying about the people looking too clean. Um, I mean, the, the girl coming out probably would be cleaner considering she's been underground, right? Yeah. So she oh, should. Yeah, I guess she would, but anybody else probably, yeah, probably should look a little grungy, but even um, the dog meat, the German shepherd looked clean as fuck. I don't know. I just, it? okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't looking at the cleanliness and obviously, like I said, I didn't play the games. So you guys would know better than I would. Um, but overall, I think, I mean, it caught my interest. I mean, I don't think just a lot of it, um, it just looked really good. I don't know. So, as in, I mean, the uh, the what was it? The Brotherhood of Steel. Those guys, like their suits. I mean, that looks pretty fucking accurate. I could be wrong. Even um, the Birder Birds look accurate and good, which is the I don't helicopter. Know what that was okay. Okay. Um, birds. Yeah. No, I'm I'm in excited to watch it at the very least. Check it out. Maybe it'll make me want to play. Although I don't play video games anymore. So. <laughs> <clears throat> every time yeah, I turn right. on my Xbox, Alex, I gotta freaking update everything I want to play, and then it takes too long, and then the kids are awake, and then like, oh, just it. just do yeah. it before you leave for work. Mm-hmm. 
by the time the update's done, the kids wake up and you're like, well, fuck. <laughs> yeah, wasted that whole time. Turn on auto update. Yeah, you probably should. So, Alex, you know, moving on from Fallout, uh, did you happen to watch the Halo trailer? Uh, no, because I saw that bucktooth rat person trying to portray Master Chief. What is up with you and Pablo Schreiber? He's like the perfect like live action actor to do it. I get it. They could have done Chief because, well, if Darth Vader was that successful, why did you have to worry about, you know, Chief being, uh, you know, have a have an actor? But the problem is they're trying to humanize him, you know? I don't know. I, I, it's that. like a TV show. Like, we have the game. I don't know. I like the different perspective of it. I'm just not trying to see Master Cheeks again. And, you know, there's a scene where in episode or season one where he's in a forest with, like, Halsey and he has his helmet on and then all of a sudden he has it off again in like not even, like a frame so i get it like it is annoying how often he takes off the helmet but i don't mind that he does i mean wait was it know. where he he has the helmet on but he's butt naked no just the helmet <laughs> i'm just saying when he's driving the warthog he has the helmet on and he was driving really... the warthog with just the helmet on he was driving it naked damn dude yeah that's why they call him master cheeks master cheeks <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's been like I mean, one of the greatest memes in the last year yeah, I mean, I didn't really think about it too much, but when um, Alex said that yesterday too, I was like, yeah, I guess they could have done that, you know. And if there was any kind of backlash towards like, oh, why don't we humanize the guy? Then they could have found a way to get a, a actor in there, um, to by taking the helmet off, and then and then having a, what's the guy's name, the voice actor, Steve Downs. Yeah. So then you use Steve Downs as just when he's got the helmet on. And if there was some kind of a backlash, you know, season two could come around and then they add Pablo Shriver or whoever. And then whenever he takes his helmet off, it's like, oh, the helmet changes his voice or some shit. I don't know. Some kind of a stupid explanation if that was a whole thing. But I think the Darth Vader uh, argument is definitely viable. I mean, they could have just done that with jo- with Steve Downs. I want to say Josh Downs, but that's a wide receiver. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Jaw Rule for a second. I'm like, where is this going? <laughs> Uh okay, so now that we've talked about P- Pablo Schreiber, well, in the trailer, Alex, they do show the fall of Reach is going to be portrayed in this game. Uh, I'm sorry, season, and it looks like the end of the season will lead into the events of Combat Evolved. Uh, gotta say, man, all the combat looks really good. They have a new showrunner and writer who, in quotes, when he talked about the show yesterday at Comic Con, was saying that he himself wants the show to be more gritty and gorier. Uh, towards the end of the trailer, we have an elite with a sword literally cutting up people like it's nothing. The Arbiter's in it. Um, so far, the trailer itself shows a lot more action than all of season one. So I don't know. I think there's still hope. I think it's able to be redeemed. I mean, the backlash was pretty damn clear with season one. Uh, just like any other franchise, I feel like they'll work on it. But uh, that's just my two cents. I I never really had any high expectations anyways. <laughs> so I guess... Do you guys think that the um, practice... like? I never remember watching some of the, the first like four or five episodes, the elites and stuff. Do you think that it would have been better if they were uh, practical effects or more practical effects? If, if not CGI, uh, yeah, I believe everything in the movie industry would be better well, situated yeah. if they use practical effects more than CGI. Yeah. Yeah. I think that they could have benefited a lot from like the elites and the broods being like, you know I mean? I don't know. I don't know how easy it'd be for them to do it or how hard, but yeah, I think everything like that would be better with practical effects. It would be more intense. You know, the, all these characters, that's like, I think that, well, they showed it in season one. They got pretty gory with some of the kills. Yeah. The, the, these uh, covenant, uh, all the species in the books are fucking terrifying. Like some of the books, brutes are just eating Marines alive, uh, ripping them apart. Like, and then we get some of that in the show, but I think with practical effects in season two or something like that would have been really cool, but we'll have to see how it's played out. Maybe the budget got better for the CGI. <clears throat> what? Now, um, the season one, what is that? Where's that at? Cause you're saying that the season two looks like the fall of reach, right? But fall of reach was never a video game. Fall of reach was the book, right? Well, halo reach is the fall of reach in the video. game. Oh, halo reach. Okay. Well, I don't know. I almost think that, uh, they should have probably started with, they had Halo Reach in season one and then been able to go into combat of all because, you know, dickheads like me who like grew up with a, um, one, two, three, you know, combat of all one, two, three. Um, 
I don't know who fucking Halo Reach. I didn't even play uh, Halo Reach, so I feel like maybe they sh- they maybe started too early. Well, the is problem it? is it's called the Silver Timeline. It's not even they're not even trying to follow the games entirely. Oh, they're okay. doing their own thing. Okay, but you know I don't disagree with that though because the Fall of Reach is like basically Ragnarok from Norse mythology. Oh, okay, the best way to compare it. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of Reach gets destroyed. Basically, it gets glassed. They kill everything. Almost all the Spartans die. Besides, literally, I think like twenty of them, maybe, because um, that was where they made all the Spartans on Reach. Like that's where they trained everything. That's where the whole like UNSC military was basically, and all of its secrets. And the Covenant basically kill everyone. So it does kind of suck they just didn't do that, and then move into Combat Evolved, which I think Combat Evolved could have been a season or two, because of how much happens in that. Um. So yeah, I think they kind of put themselves in a hole, Eric. I, I don't disagree with that at all. That's why it being adapted, I was like, eh, <laughs> like you're probably not going to do it right. No. Uh, it's just, there's just too much to cover. And like Alex said, everything should be practical. Like I don't want to see CGI flood when they get down that road. You know, I want to see like fucking gory ass practical effects. You know, those John Carpenter. Terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Like something like that, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll see. I think season one's like a five out of ten. If it, I mean, if it's better than that, I'll be happy. Mm. But I did find out shortly before we hit record, uh, Hugh Kwan or whatever her name is, the Asian chick who just the insurrectionist girl who has no place in the show at all. I mean, she's literally season one chief, like saves her village and they hate him and shit because they're insurrectionists. Yeah. I think I remember. Eric, okay. Eric doesn't know, but anyways, literally the most hated character who doesn't need to be in the show at all has no reason to be in the show and she's serves gone. no purpose. Is still in the show. Yeah, they're gonna. She's gonna be in season two. She mm. dies from a needler blast. Hopefully, that'd be great. No offense to the actress, but like, I don't give a shit about that kind of side story in Halo. Like, unless it's involving like Marines or ODSTs. Like, why is an insurrection is still? I don't know. It's stupid. Um, Sometimes you gotta wonder who's building these damn things. You have so well, much yeah. story, story um, from the books, from the from the uh, games and stuff. And what's the point of adding in more conjecture? Well, the you know? insurrectionists are part of the, you know the books. You know, I think Contact Harvest has something to do with it, which is a Halo book before you know Sergeant Johnson had, involves him. But I don't think anyone's asking for that. Halo's not popular for insurrectionists, like you just said. Like yeah. there's games that focus solely on the Covenant trying to wipe out the human race and the Flood trying to wipe out everything in existence. Like uh, it's way more. Uh, they focus. Than... They focus on it in Halo Wars. A little bit. What the insurrection is. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess they did. They even even fight them on some of the maps too. Yeah. Yeah, because Halo Wars One takes place after Contact Harvest, or or it is on Harvest actually. I think. Nobody played uh, Halo Wars except nerds. Okay. I'm a nerd. I fucking love Halo Wars. Both of you. Thank you. Good times on that game. Uh, actually. I was waiting for you to keep going, Alex. <laughs> uh, next up, we'll uh, we'll talk about the boys, Eric. Uh, boys is great. Gen V is great. So we got the boys season four trailer. Um, looks like uh, Starlight and Homelander are really going to kind of go at it in terms of like who they are within Vought and what they represent. I, I don't really know where the show is going at this point anymore. I don't know anything about the storylines and the graphic novels or whatever it is. But uh, Eric, what were your thoughts on the trailer? Um, I mean, basically, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at. I, I mean, mean, I yeah. Gen V, I was, I really was like, not expecting anything. So, uh, for Gen V to be as good as it was, and then still at the end, or you know, sprinkle a little bit here and there, and then at the end, become uh, what what it is. Uh, it just kind of shows me that they could probably, um, I don't want to say do no wrong, but at least they're really trying and then thinking, I think that they're, they're actually thinking about what the fuck they're doing. Um, yeah, I think I read, or I think it was a, a YouTube video breakdown, but the, um, heavy spoilers. I think he said that there's another, um, side project or whatever. That's, yeah. With Diego Luna. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. It's a show in Mexico. No, oh, that's what it was. Yeah. The boys in Mexico, basically. Yeah. And has Diego I Luna mean, and another good actor nice i mean that's cool um i think it's just a really good it's a good story but i think really it kind of captivates you with uh 
what they're willing to do. Um, and then, I mean, honestly, I think Butcher just kills uh, Carl Urban. Really, just freaking makes the show. To be honest, and Homelander, that actor, I don't Anthony know Starr. Anthony Starr. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I think their dynamic and then just their acting in general. I mean, everybody else is great too, but Frenchie and everybody, but um, they really that dynamic and, and their acting is really what makes it to me. So I'm just excited that it's coming back. I hate the ditto, but basically I feel the exact same way. I just think all the actors bring so much to the table. The gore is fun. Like you said, how far they push the push limits the so much. Like, yeah. I mean, you and I, we watched the, was it season three and the guy going in the penis? I don't know if that was season two or three, but season I mean, three. just okay. first episode of season three. It's the first episode. Yeah. It's like, holy <laughs> yeah, they just go straight for it. Yeah, <laughs> dude. So, and uh, I, I believe the showrunner even said like, as a quote from the, the comic con, basically it's still happening that that type of stuff it's all back nothing changed so yeah i just think it's a great show that really is sticking to what it you know it's it's roots and like i said all the character i don't think there's a single character i don't like in terms of like the actor playing that character and um obviously there's characters you don't like but i just think everyone does such a good job it's just interesting and exciting to watch every week uh so yeah I'm, i'm pretty excited to check it out uh, I'd say next up is Game of Thrones, House of Dragons season two. Uh, incest. If you, you know anything ask? about incest, he doesn't, he he doesn't watch, watch it. At he all. didn't watch it. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Damn it, Alex. <laughs> he doesn't like watching trailers because he'd rather just find out what happens in the moment. Like I respect that. Probably makes it more fun. Okay. <clears throat> but House of Dragons season two. Now that we got fucking derailed for no reason. Uh looks pretty intense uh if you know what happens in the books it's pretty fucking crazy i wonder if it's going to happen this season or they're going to drag it out uh but eric what were your thoughts on this i don't know if you know anything that happens in the books um, spoilers, but yeah a little bit but I, honestly i listen to it and it comes in one ear and kind of out the other so i don't really care to watch i mean i don't care about watching the spoiler stuff because i really it's more informative to me than it is um spoilery yeah uh so I don't really remember what happens. I know, I, I honestly, he's coming back. I, I'd probably have to watch the season again, and I, I probably, I probably will because Britain didn't watch it with me. So um, I want to watch it again. I do remember like the last episode, uh, one of the kids died, like the, the cousin killed his cousin, whatever, right? Yeah, on accident, but yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it's gonna be fucking good, man. I, I really enjoyed it. I know that there's. Yeah, the incest and stuff, but I thought the whole thing was really good. Yeah, war and incest. I mean, I'll tell you what, the trailer was good, dude. I mean, I felt like it was a whole. I felt like it was on another level. I don't know what you thought, Ryan, but like, I thought it was like I felt like it like turned up, huh? Yeah, it looks like season two is going to be a lot of battles, a lot of killing. Just, but that's what happens in the book, you know. That's why I bring it up because in the book, like, dude, everyone kills each other. Um, the queen, yeah. the daughter, I forgot her name, her character's name. Oh, I know she dies. Yeah, that he fucking the nephew has nephew. her, his dragon eat it, eat her right there. I'm like, uh, dude, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, which you know is pretty intense, man. I don't know, like it, uh, I don't know, what you want to call it anxiety. It's just crazy to see those like buildups to those deaths, knowing that they have to happen. I mean, it's a prequel series, there's no changing it, so it's pretty intense. I'm very much looking forward to it. Reina. Honestly, yeah, Reina. Yeah, Reina gets fucking just straight up eaten, dude. And uh, I'm pretty excited to check it out. Um, I Honestly, just 2024 in terms of television is looking pretty damn good. I think uh, I think we get Mandalorian season four as well in 2024. I don't know what's going on with that. But yeah, so we got boy, the boys um marvel's what if is premiering in a couple weeks uh monarch legacy of monsters is out right now on apple tv which is also good if you're a godzilla fan i think that show is going to wrap up leading to why godzilla's cocooned and godzilla x kong kong um and then we have uh halo and fallout so it's uh pretty pretty insane all of the uh pop culture that's coming to television which is kind of nice to some degree, though, because obviously a lot of the movies made through history 
are based off books. So now I'm kind of excited to see some adaptations. Hopefully they get continue to get better of, you know, whether it's I mean, not for me, but for other people, anime, video games. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Mass Effect as a series. I think that could be pulled off really well. But like Alex said, that for that game, if it comes to TV, has to be practical effects. You can't do CGI for that shit. Um, <clears throat> but that game has a crazy they, story. So they need to do Dead Space, and then they also need to do the other one. Oh no, that game was Fallout. Uh, yeah, I think it was Fallout. Evil Within. We need to, another one. We need to oh. pull John Carpenter out from the grave and have him do Dead Space. Dude, that'd be intense. That'd be uh pretty intense. But yeah, I, I think that it's a really exciting time because you know Netflix with their anime shows have pretty much won their fans over. Uh, the One Punch Man show did like really, really good. Uh, everyone seemed to be really happy with it, but they're smart, you know, and hopefully, you know, Fallout pays off too. They're working with Todd Howard. The One Punch Man show worked with the creator of One Punch Man. So, you know, it just it came out really well. So I'm hoping to see a lot of good stuff coming, even movies, too, you know, uh, but next year's looking a little. I mean, movies right now. I have a question, for you guys. <clears throat> Because you guys are the fallout guys. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill realistically speaking if todd howard's part of this like doesn't that put a really high vote of confidence in this show (laughs) (laughs) not really have you played starfield (laughs) no no is it not good i i think it's yeah it's definitely it's not bad it's just over ambitious really yeah, I mean, so there's a thousand a planets. I wasn't even fucking around with you guys. I know. There's a thousand planets in the game because they're procedurally generated. And so what that means is, Eric, is if I visit the planet, it's going to be different than whatever you see. But what we mm. see is nothing because some of the planets straight up have nothing besides maybe something to scan for minerals. Like, ooh, the idea of Starfield, which I later found out after the game released, is they wanted to be like, what would the galaxy be like in our world now if NASA made it? to space if nasa was able to have that kind of traversal through the universe so basically besides the terramorphs there's no real aliens in it whereas like mass effect you see all these fucking crazy species that want to like destroy mm. kind of like the flood um so for me and i think alex can agree with me when you play sci-fi games so for like alex it'd be like doom halo quake you know, for me, it's, you know, Halo and Mass Effect. When you play those games that have really, really good characters and stories, and then you play Starfield, all it is is Elder Scrolls in space, like Fallout in space. It's so much of the same shit in the worst way possible that I think Starfield's like a solid six out of ten. Like, it, I had fun, but I'm bored of it now. And which I went is down really the sad. multiverse route like everybody is doing, which is unfortunate. Yeah, so the ending's basically a multiverse, so there's these species that you encounter and like, you're like, Oh dude, Mac, maybe they're these really cool aliens. Like, Nope. It's literally just yourself. Uh, <laughs> er- Eric, you know what the, uh, main protagonist is called in, uh, Scar- Skyrim, you know, Fusro Da Dragonborn. Okay. In Starfield, you're starborn. So they call him starborn. And they have the same type of powers that Skyrim has, the Dragonborn has in Skyrim. You even unlock them the the same similar way and upgrade them the same way. Mm. Starfield's great, but the problem is they copied too much of their previous games that I Mm. don't know who they thought people would want. Or like, I don't know, man. Well, that sounds like a fucking shit show. So basically, what you're telling me is, nah. Basically, I think Todd Howard's great. I mean, Oblivion exists for a reason. But... The thing is, uh, Starfield could have been so much better. Yeah. I would tell people if they want a sci-fi story, like go play Dead Space, Halo, Mass Effect. I don't know what else, Alex. But yeah, there's a ton of them out there. You know, Titanfall. Like play the Titanfall 2 campaign. Star there's Wars. Just Star Wars. Um, it's just, yeah. I played it for 50 to 60 hours. Every hour was amazing. 
but I try I tried to go back the other night on stream. I was bored in less than five minutes. I'm like, I'm good. I have nothing to do. Mm. So yeah. <laughs> uh anyway, so yeah, that's TV movies. Uh one of the main reasons why we're here is to talk about Godzilla minus one. Alex or Eric, what's up? Hang on, I forgot to ask you guys. I was gonna ask you, did you guys well fuck, I guess Alex did watch it. Furiosa. It looks horrible. Yeah, it just looks like I never even watched Mad Max Fury Fury Road. I never watched. I don't care about the. I don't care about the Mad Max universe. Oh my god, Tom Hardy's in it. So, that's fucking good. Go watch it. Really like Tom Hardy, but you don't like Paul Schrader. Watch that trailer before he goes and wastes money on that movie. Fury Road. I'm gonna watch it. Are you gonna watch the movie, Alex? Oh yeah, I probably will. (laughs) Okay. Are you sure you don't want to watch the trailer? When it comes out on uh, DVD, I, I don't know. No. I, I saw Fury Road like five times in theater. So, because I love Mad Max, so I doubt it's that good. I'll watch it just for you, Alex, and we'll do a podcast on it. Okay. I know the practical effects were out of this world. That's the only thing I can Witness do about And what's his name? What's the British actor who is like white, like he's bald and. He was like a really popular character for like memes and stuff. He's the guy that's like all fucking Eskimo looking and shit, but he's uh the beast in mm. X Men First Class. I don't know who you're talking about, but I don't remember his name. He's in the Nicolas Cage vampire movie. Yeah. Are you are you talking about Nicholas Holt? Uh, yeah, there you go. Anyways. Alright. Anyways, uh again. Uh Furiosa, go check it out. I, again, I don't think it's good at again, all. Again, Eric derailed the thing. Yeah, I'm like fucking sidetracked when I don't even know where we were at. If you can but, play fucking Starfield, you'll actually like the movie. So that's true. Yeah, Starfield's not that great. Furiosa, I think the trailer wasn't that good, but who knows? Maybe it's gonna be good. Uh, next up, let's go ahead and just talk about it before we wrap this up. Godzilla minus one. It uh, it takes place in post World War II, uh, almost immediately, and is a definitely. One of the most terrifying Godzillas we've ever had. I, I could be short of a thriller. Definitely probably is a thriller, right? You could call it that. Um, it's all Japanese. It's a Japanese film it's made from Toho. And you can check it out now in all theaters. Try, Please go watch it. It already made $11 million in the U.S. this weekend. weekend excuse me, Making it the highest grossing Japanese live action film in America. So awesome. You know, Shout out to them because their budget was $15 million. So... Looks like they far exceeded that. Uh, Eric, let's just start with you. Tell the people what you think of Godzilla as a character, as a franchise, and then what you thought of Minus One. Well, considering you're my little brother and all the things that you love, I try to hate. Um, I wasn't very excited about Godzilla. And yesterday you texted me and said, hey, 120, we're going to go see Godzilla. I'm like, I didn't ask you to buy me a ticket. Why did you buy me a ticket? And this is simply because Ryan cannot go to the movies by himself because he thinks it's fucking weird. I think it's awesome. Thank you for making that face, Alex. Um, so that's how the story should go. And then as I watched the movie, I very I, I, I remember watching the trailer. I was like, okay, this looks kind of good. And then that was kind of where I left it. Now, I wouldn't go out of my way to watch Godzilla necessarily, but I am watching Monarch, which is actually pretty good. Um, but back to minus one. I mean, I do like that they actually went um, post-World War II, and they really kind of, that's like what the story was. So I thought that that was a, a really good start um, in kind of showing what the families in Japan had to deal with after the fact, showing what the people, the, the men from war were dealing with uh, post-war, and, um, and then including Godzilla. Um, Alex had said yesterday that the CGI wasn't the basically that was kind of like the lackluster thing, which I do agree with for some things. Um, but I kind of almost felt like some of the tropes they kind of brought back from the OG Godzilla's where he walks real slow. And they I almost feel like they kind of uh, pinpoint his legs. I felt like or maybe it was just me. I was just focusing on how slow his legs were moving. And then. Um, some of the CGI, like when they show the tanks, that was the that was really <clears> bad. CGI. Yeah, the tanks. Like they, they're like, the we put too much money over here. Sorry, the tanks gotta. They're gonna lose some some texture and some 
some good looking <laughs> stuff. It, it looked like a little blob to me. Um, I don't know if you guys saw that or caught yeah. that, but yeah, um, yeah, I mean the overall. I mean, again, Ryan kept saying, "Oh, everybody's saying the story's really good, the human characters," and it was. So I gotta give him that. Um, so I did enjoy it. Yes. There you go. There you go. That, that that's the end of the podcast. Eric Ryan finally die hating that Godzilla. Yeah. Eric not being a dick and hating everything I like. Uh, I mean, you like Detective Pikachu. I like Pokemon. Um, yeah, I meant like the things you always like. Halo and Charizard and blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm glad we didn't go see the Monster Hunter movie. That was rough. Uh, yeah, I think the CGI is definitely noticeable in some moments a lot with his legs. And the tanks for sure were probably the worst, no doubt. Like, hey, did you guys the- not see when he died? Well, you guys are talking about fucking CGI, whatever. This whole thing's a Um, spoiler. I can't say that I, that I, um, focused too much on that part. Oh my God. It was like the fucking scene from the like first resident evil movie where the guy's like going through the lasers. (laughs) Oh, it did look pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. Uh, I mean, there was a lot of good to it though. Go ahead, Ryan. Well, yeah, we'll just talk about the bad, which is just the CGI. Um, even at the very end when he's regenerating, that looked really bad, too. Like, that looked horrible. But, again, $15 million budget. Movies have three, $400 million budgets and still don't do nearly as good as this one. So, we're not hating. It's just know, a small like critique. Black Widow movie. Oof. Dude, Marvel CGI. Or uh, when... Um, Idris Elba's son is like talking to Thor and uh, Love and Thunder through the portal, and he just looks like a PlayStation 2 guy. You should look that up, Alex. <laughs> it's so bad, <laughs> it's like some of the worst CGI I've ever seen. Uh, I, I'm pretty interested in, to talk about it actually because normally you watch a kaiju movie like this, Godzilla, for the monsters, and I thought the human characters were like the best part of the movie. I couldn't believe how compelling their story was and sad. and and tragic again it taking place after world war ii and seeing japan's side of it and just a kamikaze pilot who couldn't commit to being a kamikaze pilot he didn't want to kill himself uh and him having to endure with the embarrassment because all of his people hated him for not doing it and he felt like a outsider and then eventually he's having so much nightmares that he didn't feel like he deserved to live and thought his platonic wife at this point died after she pushed him uh, in between the buildings from the atomic breath. Um, it's just crazy to see how the whole movie plays out. You think he's going to kill himself. You think uh, I'm totally forgetting the character names. You'll have to forgive me. You know who we're talking about. If you've seen this film, uh, the fact that she's still alive at the end, uh, it's just really uh, heartwarming. Uh, it's just a really cool ending to a really tragic story throughout the entire film. Literally doesn't get better. Um, I thought one of my favorite parts was like, when the mechanic kind of, you know, you can tell kind of forgives him because he's finally willing to sacrifice everything he has to hopefully save anyone else in Japan and essentially the rest of the world. So that was like a really touching scene too, before he takes off. Um, yeah, I think the movie's amazing. Uh, Alex, I don't know if you said it or someone else, like Godzilla's eyes being like human or, um, um, were kind of terrifying too. Uh, maybe that was like a different review I read that like uh, um, say that. Okay, so it's a different review I watched where they talked about Godzilla's eyes being kind of human and kind of terrifying because they do focus on his eyes a lot and the water and stuff, and they do look kind of terrifying. Um, I thought that I thought that was really well done, and then easily the best part about Godzilla is the new atomic breath. It's finally atomic, and it's it's fucking sick. But he's basically shooting out many nukes. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking rail gun at that point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did uh, like how they did that with the, the spikes popping up over his yeah. spine. Yeah, his dorsal fins. Yeah, it's pretty out. cool. And then you got yeah. the mushroom cloud from the explosion. It's wild. I, I will say one of the main characters I really liked and my family really liked was uh, the captain. Yeah. Uh, like he had a, like a really good amount of um, uh, humor and comedy to the movie. Well, yeah. I felt like they, they all were really pretty good like the main five or six characters seven as i say i like the doc a lot i thought he was a really really good character um 
some of the old Japanese films when they had like this kind of brainiac or someone who's like coming up with a plan to fight Godzilla is always like kind of stupid. But I feel like this guy did just an incredible job. I felt like the writing was pretty good. It doesn't really become tropey until the very end, honestly, when they start like planning it out and then obviously getting the mechanic to fix the plane. Like that's where the becomes like a classic Toho Godzilla. But I would say everything else beforehand was really fresh and new. But Alex, like what are your overall thoughts of the movie? Loved it. Go see it. Take your family. Maybe not kids because yeah. there is death. There is a lot of death. Um, would you say it's your favorite Godzilla movie of all Toho films? And then obviously you probably don't even like the legendary ones. Which you really uh, don't. It's up there. Uh, but, you know, Monster Island. That's, that's still my favorite. Back in the mm. day. Yeah. I always go back to Destroya, dude. When he melts to death, it's fucking sad. Um, and his son dies, but doesn't die, kind of. I know we already talked about that. Go look up our Godzilla episodes. We go in-depth into all the Godzilla fucking uh, films. But Godzilla yeah, it's great. Godzilla is my, my favorite the Americanized version. Oof. Matthew Broderick, dude. That's my yeah. favorite. Right now, I'm at a tie with uh, minus one in Godzilla 2000. So, <laughs> What about the other Godzilla 2000, the Millennium one, with the pink spikes and the fucking badass breath? Oh, fucking shoots no Orga good. through his fucking back? Okay. No, it's not good. It actually just came back to theaters a couple of months ago, too. We should have went and saw it. Go by yourself. Hey, man. I just uh, like this new model of Godzilla because, like, you can like see his bones and everything. Like, currently, what the radiation is really doing to him. Uh, yeah. Really, really based off of Shin Godzilla. Uh, so it, he looked really badass. I, and I wish they had more of a budget to make it more refined. But uh, yeah, it's just a very good movie. Did he, he get said, damaged when he did his radiation? Yes. He did, okay. Yeah, yeah. It like burns his throat. And yeah, his face. He has yeah. Regeneration. Hmm. Um, I mean, I'll tell you, the other thing too was I thought that the. I liked that the, the story went the way it did with the, between um, the main character, which was Koichi. I can't say his last name. Shikishima. Shikishima. Um, and then the. Uh, other guy from the island from oho island when they're doing the plane thing and i kind of figured that's what he was telling him because they they didn't really show it like but right before that they had talked about something about the uh the planes not having the ejection seat and i kind of figured that's what he did um so i thought that was really cool um kind of like you said ryan like you know and then they come back to it and he's like telling him like you know you need to live um and then the whole idea behind how they were going to kill Godzilla. I mean, I when you do these movies, these big monster movies, it's kind of like, well, how the fuck do you kill these monsters? And I always feel like the, that's one of the reasons I don't like these movies is because they're always just kind of a stupid fucking way to do it. Like, oh, let's just drop a nuke on him and then he absorbs the energy and he's still alive. Like that kind of shit. Whereas mm-hmm. this one was a little more thought out. It's like, let's wrap this bitch up with these uh, uh, Freon tanks and get him out in the open and drop him down and you know he, he'll crush because the weight's going to be too much or whatever and then if it doesn't work we'll we'll bring him back up and it'll be too fast and he, he'll have issues like the whole thought process of that and being part of the movie i thought that actually was like made it better because it wasn't just some stupid like let me just drop a nuke on him again you know yeah i really like the what happens. no i just yeah. feel like that's usually what happens that is usually what happens, and it gets kind of boring. I thought they were going to go towards the oxygen bomb, which was another callback to the original Godzilla movie, which I thought would have been fine since this movie's like a a World War II horror, like you know, reimagining of that film essentially, um, to some degree with Godzilla himself. But I really like the Ocean Gate submarine callback, you know, with the way they take they're trying to take out Godzilla, you know, just really <laughs> blow it up with all the mass of the ocean. <laughs> I was like, I feel like they just diverted their. Uh, they're planning to kill Godzilla when that Ocean Gate thing happened earlier this year. And they're like, fuck it, dude. We should just do that in our movie. So, you know, 
I just brought it up again so you can make a face, Eric. I was like, how did he not get that first reference? <laughs> I mean, I heard it, but it yeah. didn't ring a bell. It didn't click. I just wanted to say that. I should have uh, done better because Alex laughed. Yeah. Drown and drown and see the Titanic. Yeah. Phil Swift did a whole lot of damage. When I was, uh, when we were in the theater, I started smiling when they talked about it. I was like, oh shit, it's like Ocean Gate. So, <laughs> uh, I'm going to hell. Um, but yeah, I, I like that they actually did it too, Eric. So like they had the plan. It clearly was not going well right out the gate, but it actually did work and they did do it and it paid off. So that slow-mo part too, where he's trying to do like one last atomic breath was like pretty intense too. Like when he's yeah. staring everyone down and that, that score, they, they played a very specific song a few times in the movie and it happened that moment again, where it's just like this fucking just loud Oppenheimer level score. And I was like, dude, this is perfect where everything's going slow-mo and it shows all the characters in the water on the boats. Um, that's, that's probably my favorite scene. I was just like, damn, this is intense. But uh, they actually, they played the same song for the first major atomic breath when he's in Giza and he, and the dorsal fins are coming out one by one. They play the Gen- exact same song. Genza. I said Giza, didn't I? Yeah. Like that pyramids of Giza. There's no, there's no pyramids over there. I just said the wrong fucking that you know place. of Godzilla got you, know, you know the only thing I didn't like about the movie which yeah. I guess made it better at the end but or I don't know about better but it just came back around was when she's in the train and Godzilla's going into Ginza, Ginza, whatever it's probably Ginza um, and then he picks up the train and then she's like the only one like alive and then it shows that she's over water so she says fuck it drops in the water so she lives it's like you know and then somehow she falls, she can't run, and then Homeboy finds her, and then they're looking, and they're like, oh, shit. And then she comes out of nowhere and, like, pushes him into the alley, but in which I told you right. Are we back? Jesus Christ. I'm sure it recorded properly, so you're okay. But anyways, just you could say that very last part. You're literally about to say it, and it cuts off. Instead no, of pushing I, him. I already said it. Yeah, she pushes him instead of like but I froze. Him. It's probably not going to record that. Well, instead of tackling him and getting into the the cat behind you when he's moving, Alex, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I know. Alex like tried twice. I'm like, I know you're there, bitch. But yeah, uh, she could have tackled yeah, so him that, instead of pushing yeah, him. Yeah, that was yeah. the only thing. But I guess I'd say the ending when once she's back. So spoiler alert if anybody wanted to watch this. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, Alex spoiled it when he died. When Godzilla died. Oh my yeah. fucking god. He always dies and <laughs> always comes back. Shut up. Do you think they're gonna continue this, Alex, with this Godzilla or just make a different one again? God, Obviously so. he's regenerating. So like is he gonna fight other monsters? Do you think they're even gonna go into that realm or no? I, I mean sure it just depends so. on how much it makes. Are you saying it hope so? I sure hope they make the monster verse again. Oh, yeah, me too. They already have it, bro. Godzilla X Kong. You can say what you want. I love the legendary version. They're goofy. They're fun. They're comical. They remind me of like Godzilla destroy all monsters and save the earth. The video games like it's fine. You've got this super great, amazing, serious one that now, like Alex just said, can be its own monster verse. I say more Godzilla, the better. Fuck it. Everyone's winning. If you don't be a bitch. Yeah, as long as they don't bring like space Godzilla or like kind of the space creatures. Like if they kick out the mutated line, like uh, <clears throat> maybe maybe Angiers coming, uh, that'd be a, that'd be a good one. You saying legendary or Toho? Toho. Oh, but Angiers is like his bud. I don't know. They still fight back in the old ones. I know, but yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll see. the The movie's already surpassed its budget, so I'm sure that they're gonna figure something out. I also want them to keep it back in time, too. So, like, in World War II, like, we could just move into the 50s, maybe. I wouldn't be opposed to that. And they can't use the same characters. It's all going to lead into Monarch. They can use the Doc again. Yeah. Well, hey, man. Most of those got the millennium, not the, the high C ones. They always brought back, like, a couple of the characters into those films. So, we could maybe get that again. Uh, any final thoughts on Godzilla before we kind of just wrap up the podcast? I mean, that's pretty much it. Go see it. Yeah, go, go see, see it. it. Yes, yeah, so please go see it. It's worth a watch, even if you don't like Godzilla and your brother drags you to it. 
it's worth it. <laughs> I said it was worth it, even if yeah, you take me to it. And I didn't want to go. Wow. You fucking bitch, I brought dude. five women with me, so and they all enjoyed it. There you go. I brought one. <laughs> Yourself, bitch. <laughs> fucking dick. Anyways, all right. Well, yeah, that's going to be it for this podcast. Stay tuned for the next one where we go over the GTA 6 trailer, talk about the latest Halo stuff. And I have a new guest on for the first time. So keep an eye out for that. That will be next Sunday. But Alex, thank you so much for being on. Do you have anything else you want to say? This is the It Just Works podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, and follow on social media. We'll catch you next time. Should have had him do that last. Eric, you have anything else to say? <laughs> Peace. Alright. Yeah. <laughs> so much for listening. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. credit card bill.